You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode number seven, Healing Your Beliefs Around Your Body. Welcome back to the show. My name is Shanae and I am your host. I am so happy that you're here today. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself and doing it with me today. So if you're new to the show, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. If you're listening live, it is launch week. It's the first week that this show is out and we are celebrating and kicking it off with a new episode every single day. So if you're listening live, I'm so excited. Um, So if you don't know who I am, like I said, my name is Shanae and I'm a competition prep expert, master life coach and um, former WBFF Bikini Pro. I'll get into the former in another episode. But in today's, well, in this show in general, um, I aim to provide you with holistic solutions for your mindset, your fitness, and your nutrition so you can find balance with it all while stepping into your highest self. That is the most important thing to me is just helping you really become your highest self. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about body image. Um, As you kind of guessed from my bio, I've worked with a lot of fitness competitors, former competitors, and in general, just women who have spent their entire lifetime dieting. And whenever I ask them, like, what's your biggest struggle post-competition or what's your biggest struggle after you've been yo-yo dieting for so many years? And more often than not, like nine times out of ten, they say, I just really need help losing weight. (laughs) You know, I gained 20 pounds and I really want to lose it. Um, And when I asked them, okay, like what's so hard about, you know, why can't you? Like you just, you did a competition. You lost so much weight. You were so disciplined. Why don't you think you can be consistent again? And they never know, but all they, what they do know is that every time they try to get consistent or they like start to focus on, their scale weight or just, you know, the gym in general, they self-sabotage. It's like as soon as they start to focus on it, it gets really hard and they and they quit again and they self-sabotage and they binge or they start emotionally eating. So the actual problem isn't the body weight, right? It's what I tell them. Okay, well, it sounds like it's not, you know, it's not the weight that's the problem. What the problem is, is what they think about their body weight. So Just give you a little quick recap in today's episode. What we are going to talk about is why healing our beliefs about our body needs to happen before we could actually lose the excess gait we've gained from either binging post-competition or just, you know, restrictive dieting and how we can do it. So we're going to be talking about beliefs. I'm going to show you my three-step process to healing inner wounds. And um, really, I, I, what I really hope you take away from the show is how you can get to a spot where your weight doesn't even matter. Um, so yep, that's what we're going to talk about today. So, uh, before we do so, I just wanted to give you guys a reminder that we are doing a giveaway. So if you scroll down, you'll see the uh, show notes and the giveaway details are all there. Um, part of that giveaway does entail leaving a review, opting into our newsletter list. So if there's certain topics of episodes that you like and you want to binge on them Netflix style, opt in and you'll be notified whenever a, um, episode on body image goes live. So, um, yes, just recap there. Um, just make sure you scroll down, look at the show notes, see what the giveaway details are and enter because I'm really excited for what the first place prize is. And I want you to have the opportunity. 
All right, ready? Let's get into it. So um, I really want to first touch on like what, why it's really important to not hate yourself. <laughs> I know that sounds super extreme, but more often than not, when someone goes through a competition experience or when they are doing a diet and they yo-yo back and forth, the end result is they want to lose weight because of X, Y, and Z. And most of it comes down to, well, you know, I just, I really want to be leaner. I really want to be leaner. And then when I, you know, nudge and nudge and ask like, why, why, why? It's like, well, I think that I'll have more opportunities if I'm leaner. I think that, you know, I'll be more widely accepted by my friends or my boyfriend. I think that people will just, people will like me if I'm leaner. And um, if you ask, you know, anybody who's actually like gone through a competition, none of that actually happens. And a lot of times people dislike themselves even more once they get to that goal weight because then once you get there it's like oh now what like all these things that you were hoping to happen from being a smaller human doesn't happen and so that creates a lot of um, self-hate towards yourself and then you gain all the weight back and you know if you were listening to this you're probably a little bit type a like me you're probably a bit of a perfectionist and so your weight gain ends up being something you feel very, very shameful about because it's the one part of your life that's not perfect, right? Um, so in order for you to lose that excess weight that your body really doesn't want to hold, it first starts with your beliefs and what you think is possible for you. It starts with stop you have to stop hating yourself. Like you, like self hate does not create progress. And we really got to get to a place where, um, it isn't about the weight anymore, but it really just is about how you feel about yourself. So I know that sounds very esoteric, but just stay, stay with me. So first let's talk about beliefs. What are beliefs? Beliefs are, um, your, the thoughts that you have about yourself that you have constantly over and over again. So a thought becomes a belief when it's thought over and over again. And your beliefs about yourself are the invisible force behind your actions. So if you're wondering to yourself, why do I always self-sabotage or why do I always fall for the wrong guy? It is because you have certain beliefs about what you're worthy of, what you're not worthy of, what you find attractive, and you are gonna attract that into your life. So they're really, they're really important because the way that I like to think about them is that they're the glass ceiling of your potential. If you don't think that you're capable of achieving something, you won't because you'll only go as far as your beliefs allow you to go. So if you have a, um, an inner wound about this weight that you gain post-competition and you have so much shame about it then that is as far as your progress is going to go because you feel shameful about yourself. Even though you don't want to be holding this excess weight and you don't want to be someone who binges, that is your your ceiling. That's your potential. So you we have to first heal these wounds. Well, first we have to become aware of what's going on, heal these wounds, and then write a new story for ourselves. So that's why beliefs are so important, and I work on them a lot with my clients. We really work on who do we want to be and who are we being right now and bridging that gap, and that's what I do in my programs. So 
like I said, you're only going to get as far as you think you can. And I think I mentioned this in a previous episode. Um, so how do we actually do it? Get out your journal and at the top, write the art of healing. And I want you to capitalize art, A-R-T. <laughs> if you are new to like my work, I love acronyms. I'm like, a fiend for acronyms. I just think it's so much, it's just so easy to learn things when, when they're broken down. So I love acronyms. I love, um, mnemonics. Is that what it's called? I don't think that's what it's called, but you know what I mean? So, um, I'm going to now share with you my three-step process for healing our inner wounds. And this could be about any sort of emotional thing. Um, doesn't just have to be about your body image, but maybe if you had an ex-boyfriend who said really mean things to you and it's really driven your self-worth down, this is a really great exercise to do. Um, so let's do it. So the A and the art of healing stands for acknowledge. So the first step is acknowledging your feelings and how you got hurt or what happened. We cannot argue with reality and we cannot change what we do not acknowledge. So if you up until now are not acknowledging the fact that you went through a really, really intense, restrictive, extreme competition diet, and instead you are choosing to be mean to yourself about how you didn't have any control afterwards, then you're not going to get better because you are fighting with reality, right? The reality is that something, what you did was unsustainable. Um, these, all these diets you've done, they've been unsustainable. And that is why you are in the position you are now. So, you know, part of that is really taking responsibility for what's happened and we're acknowledging it. And then also acknowledging how you got hurt or what happened, um, validating your feelings, like really validate yourself. So many of us look for external validation when in reality we should be giving it to ourselves and we're the only person who can give it to ourselves in a sustainable way. So once you've written this out and you wrote down what happened, how you got hurt, how it made you feel, um, and um, you acknowledge step number two, so then write number two, is reframe. So that's the R. When we reframe, what we're doing is we're giving ourselves an opportunity to look at this with a new perspective. And this is what mindset is. So mindset is the um, is how you look at something. So when someone says, what's your mindset? <laughs> what we're really asking is, how are you looking at this? And can you look at this in a different way? Can you give yourself the opportunity to shift this into a more positive perspective or even a neutral perspective if you can't really be positive about it? Like if it's something that's really, really tough, how can you be neutral and different? Um, so if this was someone else telling you that you looked fat, how can you give them the benefit of the doubt? If this was maybe an experience that you had when you were a child and no one ever told you, but when you were a child, you were at the pool and you just felt like you were much bigger than everyone else. How can you reframe that and put it into a different perspective? And then number three is tell a new story. So the T, tell a new story. Write the new story out for yourself. So let's take the example of being a child. And this also goes back into beliefs. One of the things I forgot to mention is that your beliefs are developed by your experiences, maybe what other people told you and just assumptions you've made without someone telling you something. So that's why it's so powerful. And, and a lot of times 
we have so many negative beliefs about ourselves that are subconscious and we don't realize it. So one of those might be you were at the pool when you were a little kid and you just felt so much bigger and no one said, hey, little kid, you're so huge. No one said this to you, but you just felt it. So for the rest of your life, you just felt like you're not like the other kids. You're bigger boned um, and you just aren't as pretty, as thin, as good looking. So we're going to acknowledge that, you know, when you were a kid, you felt this way and, um, you know, no one, maybe no one gave you the love that you were seeking Maybe you didn't have a parent whose love language was words of affirmation and they didn't pour words into you. And so because of that, you really um, took experiences like that to heart where even though no one sent anything to you, you just feel different. So let's acknowledge her or him, (laughs) how you felt as a kid. And now let's reframe this. So shift that and look it into a positive perspective or a neutral perspective. The neutral perspective is that there are bodies of many sizes and there are probably kids bigger than you. There are kids much tinier than you and that your the size of your body as a child doesn't determine your self-worth. Like that's what I, that's what I would really encourage you to think about if this is your story. And then number three, how can we tell a new story? How can you start to look at this past memory of yourself and shift it into a new story? Um, There's this man who I love. (laughs) Sounds weird. Uh, He's an author. His name is uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he talks about our memories. And he said that latest research, whatever, whatever, states that 50% of our memory is actually false and that we love to hold on to those old memories and those old beliefs because we as humans like become emotionally addicted to feelings and so um maybe you've even like without realizing it have um I'm I'm searching for this word. The word that comes to mind is hyperbole. Exaggerated. Maybe you exaggerated this past memory of yourself and you said, oh man, everyone was looking at me. My swimsuit was too tight and my mom wouldn't buy me a swimsuit that fit me. I had to wear my sister's hand-me-downs. And so you've exaggerated this memory. So he says that a lot of our memories are false and um, we have exaggerated them. And then we are self-inflicting like we are putting ourselves in our own suffering by constantly bringing up these memories that are actually false and so you are the creator of your reality that's honestly the truth you create your reality so how can we now tell a new story and um if you're saying oh god this doesn't work but that's but then you know this is actually what happened yes i get it and that's why you're acknowledging your feelings and that's why you are this, the first step is to do that. Um, but hey, if you don't want to tell a new story and if you want to stay a victim to your past and if you want to stay like self-inflicting and suffering, then by all means, go ahead. But if you want to overcome this and you want to heal these wounds so that you can move forward in your life and have a stronger foundation, then you have to take personal responsibility and tell a new story. So that is... Um, my three-step process, the art of healing. When we tell a new story, we give ourselves the opportunity to create a new reality. The past is the past. The present is all we have, but the future can be created with our thoughts and our beliefs. So um, 
that is a process that I take a lot of my clients through. It's extremely powerful, but um, I will have to say you have to be coachable. And I know you are coachable. That's why you're here. You have an open mind. So thank you for keeping that open mind as you listen to this today. And um, one thing I really want to leave you with is that the true prize of having a, you know, healthy lifestyle with fitness and nutrition and being able to eat out at restaurants and not carrying your Tupperware is to be able to be your most authentic self. And what I call that is your highest self. Um, Eventually, once you start to heal these inner wounds, once you start to peel away the layers of the onion, (laughs) peel away the layers like an onion, you will start to realize like what's actually important to you. What are your value systems? What's important to you? What are the things you're not willing to sacrifice? And when you start to identify those things, you will then realize that your weight is not even on that list because you more than likely um, don't keep friends in your life because of their weight. Like you don't all of a sudden break up with your friend because you're like, oh man, like you've gained five pounds. I can't be your friend. Right. So you deserve to treat yourself with that same kindness that you treat your friends Um, because you would never say that to your friends. So why do you say that to yourself? Your excess weight that you've gained, whether that be from binging post-competition, emotional eating, you know, maybe your metabolism got a little bit messed up due to all the yo-yo dieting. Like eventually you will lose that body weight, but only when you establish a new foundation of trust, belief, and self-love for yourself. Like it can't be the other way around. You can't tell me, oh, but Shanae, I will love myself once all this weight goes. Once I lose all this excess weight, I know I'll love myself then. And that's what a lot of people think. And so I just want to leave you with that. Thank you for being open. Thank you for being coachable. It's the other way around. First, you learn to love yourself. And then the weight doesn't even become a thing and eventually you will lose it. But you don't even care if you decide to lose it or not. So I hope that made sense. I hope that was helpful. Um, This is something that I have worked through. Um, You know, after my last show, it's something I've helped many clients work through. And it is so beautiful because once you get to that space where your body weight just doesn't even matter, that excess weight that you were never meant to carry, it kind of just flies off. And my intention and what I really hope to bring to like my clients and to my community and to you listening right now is the ability to get to that place of being your highest self through holistic ways, through um, intuitive eating, through my um, reset strategy so that you can be your most healthiest, highest self without having to diet, without having to continuously track your macros, without having to be, you know, 12% body fat just to love yourself because I just don't think that is healthy and I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think it's long-term and you don't have to hate yourself. You just don't have to hate yourself anymore. So really, I know I'm kind of rambling. That's That's my final thought. So I hope this episode was helpful. I'd love to hear your feedback. Screenshot this and post it on your story. Tag me so I can see where you are listening in from and so that I can see you, stalk you, and, um, you know, just shout you out on Insta. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm excited for you to hear tomorrow's episode. And again, don't forget to enter that giveaway.
way so that you have an opportunity to get a coaching call with me. It is my most favorite thing to do. So that's it. Don't forget to continue to be your highest self. See you guys next time.